And good evening. Uh, this is Tim Young, host of Chewy's Road to Enlightenment. And this evening we are uh, very fortunate to have uh, a guest on. His name is James Reginald Hopkins III. And I'd like to welcome you to the show, James. I know it's it's funny we uh y- you and your uncle and and I I think all uh share that same energy. And that's it's all about the energy. We talked about it before everybody that you if you're in the ether, the ethereum energy is there. You don't have to know someone to know them, you know what I'm saying? You know how you meet people and it's like you you have so much in common with them and y'all not even from the same town, y'all not from the same country, it's just It's the uni- the universe. The universe is con- connecting people, um, you know, it, and it's crazy. And I and I talk about this a lot. Um, it, you know, <clears throat> it, it being positive and having that positive energy and putting that out attracts positive people. And I'm fortunate enough that I've that I've been able to attract some super positive people. And uh, you know, and that's how this 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 talk came to be. Um, was through another positive person. So I, I, I'd like to start off with, tell me, tell me where you were born, where you're from. Okay. A few of us. Um, I think Billy Preston is from this area. So we got it on lock. Uptown got it on lock. You guys got some talent up there. Every, you know, it's funny that uh, certain areas of certain cities, towns uh, seem to attract um, people with artistic minds. And, uh, it, you know, when, when everybody can kind of get together and connect, it's uh, that's when you start making magic, you know, you know, artistically. Yeah, the, I'm not saying people who are more inland don't have as much talent, but let's keep the thing. Not too many people are famous from North Dakota. Right. <laughs> this is true. No, the water, there's a certain energy, I think, that, uh, you know, I, I 
we're going up to the ocean, um, up to New Hampshire, uh, next week on vacation. And, uh, when I'm there, it's like, it's, that's my Zen. That's my happy place. That's where I can, you know, get centered and, and recharge myself. Um, and there's just something about water and I think it's, I think it's a calming thing and maybe because it's so calming, it opens up your, you know, with artists, I think it helps open up that creative avenue. Chopin, right? A great, a great uh, composer, Chopin. When he got sick from, you know, back in those days, it was tuberculosis was the big thing killing everybody. But he got sick. He went towards the water. Water is a common, is a is a soothing. Um, even the motion of water can soothe you. And, and honestly, you need water to for crops to grow. So that we need water. In general, as human beings, because we're crops too, we all need to grow. That's right. You know, learn from one another and not make the same mistakes. I had a teacher, Miss Darina Morrow, at the Creative Form Arts High School. She always say, I don't mind you guys making a mistake, but don't make the same one. <laughs> right. Yeah, learn. Learn from your mistakes. Yes. And I know that's, that's hard too, is, uh, I know, grow as a you know, growing up as a kid, your parents are trying to tell you, or you know, maybe an auntie or an uncle is trying to tell you, you know, this don't do that, and you're like, yeah, whatever, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do whatever I want, and then you're like, oh yeah, that's why they told me not to do that. You know, they didn't want to see you fail or make that mistake, but human nature, I guess, you know, I think there's a bit of a um, where you want to go against the grain, be a little bit anti-authority. <laughs> That's right. No one um, say to you, well, you should have done it this way or you should have did it this way. That is perhaps correct. But at this point, it's not serving you any. It's not. It's a disservice, that type of advice. And it is a service. No, I totally agree. And I think a lot of those learning, <clears throat> those key learning points in life, I call them, you know, a defining moment. You know, you have a point in your life where you just, you know, you have a defining moment. It changes your course of direction, you know, and that's 
making the mistake or not making the mistake, you know, it could be a very, very big mistake, you know, and I find that <clears throat> I, I refer to those moments in time as like a defining moment for someone. So that's my little, my little hippie take on that. Right. Yep. That's right. Oh, sure. That's right. That's right. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with you. I, you know, I don't think enough people taking the time or you know putting the energy in and and going out and and you know <clears throat> being nice to one another. It's so much easier, and you feel so much better when you're nice to a person and you're kind. And, you know, to hate someone or, or just to be a miserable person, it takes so much more energy out of your day. And then you feel miserable when you go home, when you're pissed off at some, you know, it's like, you know, and like you, the, a point I want to touch on is, yeah, people just need to talk it out more. Like, you know, we're not going to all agree. We're not going to disagree on things, but you just got to talk it out. And, uh, yeah, things would be a lot better, you know, and I, and I want to go, go on to, I think greed is the biggest driving factor um for all those negative emotions when it comes to you know with wars with with all this shit that's going on it's like there's always somebody looking for a power play like i'm got i got to make my going to make my money going to make money going to make money and it, it's usually at the expense of you know us the the blue collar the working class the lower class you know you know, we're the ones that are paying for it. And, you know, at some point, I hope people start waking up and um, kind of tuning into that. Like, you know, this the, the division shit is like it's, you know, 
it's they're controlling chaos when they divide people. You know, we can control one side. This side can control another side. It's like, you know what? It's it's the same bird. We're all part of this. It's it's two different wings. It's the same bird. You know, it's the same vessel. It's this. It's we're all in this together. And, uh, you know, Yeah, <laughs> not us. Right. Exactly. I know. And that's, that's just it. I think, you know, in, in when you come to the reality, you know, and, and I'm, I'm of, you know, I'm blue collar too. And, you know, going, going, getting up, going to work, busting your ass and, and putting food on the table, you know, um, there's something to be said about that. You feel good at the end of the day. Um, not that I don't, uh, inspire to, to, to have more and be more, you know, um, 
but at but at the end of the day, you know, when you go out and you you know you drive a truck or you, you know a, a, an excavator or a machine or your plumber, electrician, whatever, like you're putting in eight hours worth of work or ten hours or twelve hours or whatever it may be, you're you're using your body and you know you're getting beat up and you know again us blue collar workers we you know we always <clears throat> and i'm grateful for jobs you know the, the different places i've worked um and i'm grateful and i've been able to put food for my family and a roof over their head and you know make a good living at it but it's always you know unless you're in self-employed you know and you're doing your own thing you know you're kind of always you know, working for someone else to, to, to make them more, you know, you're going to make money, but they're going to make money. That's just the way it's spoke. Well, I don't know if it's supposed to work. You know, I'm more, I like trade. I think trade-off bartering, you know, if, if I, and I don't know if we'll ever get there because we have the dollar or gold, or there's some type of precious commodity um, other than, you know, like, Hey, I'll come over your house you know, I'm a plumber. I'll come over to your house and I'll do your plumbing. Okay. Oh, you're an electrician. Okay, cool. You come over my my house and you can do my electric electrical, you know, there's, and, and I know with the trades people, there's a lot of that, um, that happens, you know, people, you know, everybody kind of helps each other and works, works, works stuff out like that. Um, and I think there just needs to be more of that. And, uh, yes. Yes. You are the resource. You are the energy. You are the power. You're offering a service right now to me. You're allowing me on your platform to be able to speak. Otherwise, I, no one has ever asked me or asked to interview me. No one has. I mean, I, I, I've had little things back in high school where I've been in you know, newspapers because I was in musicals and stuff like that and newspaper stuff. But for someone to sit back and say, oh, I'll, I want to see what this I appreciate that. You know, and I wonder if it, that's something that, uh, if that's because uh, that was instilled upon us, the the, the way that, you know, uh, uh, the country or, 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 you know, people think that, you know, they, they, they're perceived that they have to act a certain way or, you know, and, you know, another thing too, I'd like to touch on is everybody's always trying to outdo each other. Which to me is it's toxic when you when you operate like that, like, uh, you know, like I want to always succeed and I want to do the best I can do. And that's who you should be competing with is yourself, you know, not not competing against other people, you know, 
you know, musicians competing against each other or, you know, and I understand sports that be, that's a, that's a totally different thing, but you're still, you're still competing against yourself when you're, you know, whether you're going up to bat or you're going to hit a three point or you're going to hit a, take a shot on a goal, um, playing hockey or making that foot, that throw, that crazy throw in football and making sure there's a receiver it's, it's on you. So, you know, and I don't think a lot of people, I don't know. I don't think a lot of people think like that. Maybe professional athletes do, but I don't think, you know, a lot of blue collar people um, operate like that. Yep. Yep. It's out in the open. I said it's it's out in the open. Every everybody knows everybody knows everybody's business when it comes to stuff like that. Right. And I think that, man, you just hit the nail on the head. Half-assing, you don't want to half-ass it. And that's uh, that's something I think a lot of um, kids growing up these days are are lacking. They're, they're not, you know, there's no, I don't know if it's not there, there's not a drive, but they're always looking for that easy, quick, 
not putting in the work, not, you know, in order to succeed, you have to, you have to bust your ass. You have to get out there. You have to hit the pavement. You got to go out and and you got to do what you got to do. And I don't think a lot of people now want to do that. They're always looking for the shortcut of that quick edge, you know, to get, to get ahead. So, um, I know it. I know we're. I feel we're kind of getting a little dumbed down with some of this tech. Yeah. Well, I'm. I, I, yeah, I've tried to. I've tried to be good. You know, and it's funny because, you know, when it comes to cell phones, like before I had a cell phone, you know, twenty, how, how long phones? You know, phones have been made affordable for the last twenty something years. And I think I got my first cell phone. It was like 99, maybe 98, somewhere around there. Up until then, if somebody told me their phone number, I would I would have it put to memory. And I and I that was just one thing I could do. I remember phone numbers. And now you have a cell phone. I couldn't tell you anybody's cell phone numbers. Because it's like, oh, I'm just going to share your contact. Okay. And then you slide over. You hit, oh, yeah, here's his name. Here's the contact. Without even looking at the at the, num- the actual number. And you're just hitting a, its button. Just hit that button. Hit that button. And you think about it. Everything. Go online. Hit that button. Go online. Go to Amazon. Hit that button. You know, oh, you want to order food? Uh, DoorDash. Hit that button. Hit that button. It's the easy button. You know, hit that easy button. Hit that easy button. I, I just... It, it it kind of it scares me because I think it's taking a small part of our humanity away. You know, we're losing. We're definitely, you know, and I <clears throat> my kids are pretty, pretty good. You know, I got four kids and uh, they range from 18 to 23. And yeah, my, my oldest just graduated college. She's probably listening. Um, yeah, she's uh Yeah, she's a, she's, she's a, um, she's like her mom and, and, you know, and like me as well, um, we strive for, for excellence in whatever we do. You know, we want it, we want it to be good. We want it to be right. And, uh, she's the same way, you know, all my kids are in their own way like that. You know, they have their, a niche in certain things. Um, you know, I, I got two girls, two boys. And uh, I'll, I will say the boys are a little bit more lax when it comes to that kind of, you know, with uh, uh, I'm not going to say they don't strive for excellence because they're they operate different from the girls. You know, my middle. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because. Yeah, it will just put it off for a day or two days or 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And it's like, yeah, man, if we just, you know, I, I and I, I find myself when I, when I find myself procrastinating, 
I, I, I start, I kind of start to get pissed off at myself because I, I, I know I have a job. I know I have to do it, but when you procrastinate, I feel like either maybe there's a little self doubt or whatever. And it's, I think it's an insecurity thing, you know, some, well, some, or it's just, sometimes it's just being completely lazy <laughs> and you just don't want to do anything. You're like, yeah, I'll just, I'll get to it tomorrow or, you know, I'll, I'll take care of it the next day. Um, but yeah, that's definitely, um, um, a man thing. Uh, Exactly. And you know what I think it is, too, with women is, uh, you know, every woman has that maternal instinct in them, you know, that nurturing, that that caring, the compassion. You know, not, I'm not saying that guys don't, but, uh, you know, being able to bear a child, I think, kind of gives you a little bit more of uh, um, in touch with the universe. You, you know, I'm going to say that I'm going to say that much more in touch with the universe. Um, so. Well, hey, uh, so <laughs> the, the these conversations, I absolutely adore them and love them because I learn so much about people. And and one of my biggest problems is I get off topic. Um, and and not that it, we're not on any topic though. Um, so you know when I do these, I have a kind. Of, we're do we're doing. We're doing a, uh, we're doing, this is like a, a talk we have at a barbecue or something. And, uh, and we're getting fucking real. We're passing around a little bit of, uh, uh ganja and, uh, getting in tune with, uh, with, with, with everything. Uh, but no, I want, I want to, um, I want to talk to you about, uh, oh, hold on one second. Are you still there? I apologize. I no, you, yeah, it was not you at all. Uh, I apologize for that. Um, so, uh, what I wanted to ask you, <clears throat> so you, I, I want to get back to. Uh, I just want to talk a little bit more about you. Um, when when you grew up in Philly, uh, you were doing growing up. What was your what what drew you to music because i know you're pretty well accomplished musician you you have a couple of talents under your belt what what sparked that interest in music for you I remember singing 
they say no cap, no cap. I can't remember two, but three I do remember singing. Um, my mom always played, you know, people like Patti LaBelle, you know, uh, Gladys Knight, Tina Marie is my mom's favorite, you know, singer, and she's a Pisces like my mom. My mom just like Pisces, and as she should, because Tina Marie is a bad girl. Um, and Anita Baker, when, I, when she was pregnant with me a lot, I guess put the sounds to her stomach. So, to be honest, music is not a hobby, it's not a chore, it's not a job. If I were to cut myself right now and Red Blood came out, it would be music notes come, you will see little 16 notes, 30 second notes. Because it's in you. Now, does, your, does she sing at all, or does she play any instruments? That's so. It's you. You all have it in you, and it's it's a part of you. And and that's. I think it's. I think that's passed down. You know that love. And you know what? I'm gonna even get even deeper than that. You know, we could be. For all we know, we could be re- reincarnated as you know a, a musician in a past life, or you know in past lives. You know, we could have been musicians. Yeah. No, I, 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 I believe in that. 
you know, and maybe we're, maybe we're here only f- for a certain amount of time. And, uh, even, you know, if, if our soul doesn't move on to another plane and, and it needs to come back because maybe, maybe we're always longing for something, you know, before we can finally move on. If there's whatever, if there's heaven, if there's hell, if there's, you know, if, or if we're just energy that gets back into the universe and gets reused, you know, I don't, I, I always think about stuff like that, you know, cause I grew up in a Catholic household and, uh, you know, Oh, really? It, did you, now, did you grow up going to church when you were a kid? That's awesome. And you got you have a magnificent voice by the way. Your voice is magnificent. That's uh, uh you should be very very happy you you have such a gift. You're welcome. No, it, it, it's you know, like growing up in a you know, I'm I'm not anti-church now. I just don't go. Um I don't I don't really follow any religion any because I I feel like there's so much more than just one religion, you know, like I'll take, I don't know. I find myself, you know, kind of, kind of like, you know, I'll, I'll have like Buddhist philosophy, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll incorporate that spiritual spirituality into my life. Um, you know, and just, and you know, I don't know if there's a God, but I believe in there's something greater than all of us. I feel, um, I always felt like the, the, you gotta, I think you have to have some type of faith in something. Um, and I think, you know, it starts with yourself and then once you can have yourself, then you can have faith in, in something else, um, bigger, what's bigger than us. You know, I don't know what that is. Um, but yeah, I just, I kind of always felt that way, but, um, That's it. That's it. It ain't, it's not us. And there's something more to us. And, and, uh, but, um, so back to you with your music. Um, (laughs) so here we are with your music. Um, so you started singing at a young age, started playing. How old were you when you started, when you started with the piano? Okay. I, I just was talented. I 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what the hell was it? Um, like like the OR or something TV or yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it, once once you get into the uh, get into the nitty gritty of it, the the you get into it, it's like wow, this they're this okay. Yeah, that's not for me. Oh, nice. I, I, I need to get into more jazz because I, I, I think, uh, you know, and I, and I don't ever, I don't ever label myself as this is the only genre. I listen to everything, you know, I'll listen to, you know, old blues or I'll listen to rock. I'll listen to, I don't like the new country today. The it's it, it it's they got it's just too it's too it's pu- no it's too no yeah it's there's nothing like i don't know i can't i can't you know with every they're like when they just talk you know like oh yeah going out partying doing this doing that it's like okay i want to listen to johnny cash and I want to, I want to feel it. I want to feel the song. And that's one thing. And, you know, <clears throat> I had spoken with a, um, a musician last week out of um, Nashville, um, Ronzo Cartwright. He's a, a fantastic musician, uh, hip hop. They, they, they do hip hop, metal, uh, rock, hard rock. Stone Deep Nashville. Those guys are all, shout out to those guys. Yeah, those guys, great people over there. Um, the whole the whole gang. Um, you know, him and I had that conversation with like, like you know, he's and he grew up in Nashville, and he's like, this isn't this isn't like country music anymore. This is this is just like poppy rock. It's not it's not what it needs to be. Country needs to be a certain thing. You know, my uh, I just came back from New Jersey. I took my boys down to see Metallica. Um, down in uh, New Jersey at the uh, MetLife Center. I didn't know was oh my God! Yeah, they played Friday night and they played Sunday night. We were supposed to play for Sunday, had some car failure, and decided to leave early on Saturday. Um, so we only got to stay for one show. Um, but they played uh, almost oh, two hours and forty minutes, I think. Yeah. No. And, and that's you know as big as they are, and the um the 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 their new stage show now is unmatched. Like I I remember you know the first time I saw them was in the like the mid nineties. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, you know if I could have I would have seen them when when you know back in the eighties. But uh, my you know I got turned on to them. It was funny. My my dad's uh, youngest brother, who was he he was very artistic in his own way, very flamboyant, um, just a super super good 
good person, super good soul. And uh, he was always up on the new like rock, rap, whatever it was that was that was out that was maybe a little underground. And he'd always like like at uh, for birthdays or Christmas or whatever, he'd give me like tapes like here. You got to check out this band. Like I got introduced to Anthrax through him. He's like, here you go. Check out this band. Like I got a Metallica ride the lightning tape for, for my birthday one year. He's like, yeah, you got to check out these guys, you know? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'll check them out. And then you listen to them and it's like, what the, you know, cause I always listen to, um, you know, like my mom always had older music on like you know, Beatles or Led Zeppelin queen. We, uh, we love queen. Yeah, Freddie Mercury was on another level, on another plane. Like his, there's not a lot of music I don't think that can that. I find it like it's it takes a special um, musician or song, you know, the way they deliver it to to touch you, and uh, you know, Freddie could just he could he could touch your soul. And it and it would be in like the simplest, it would it, it, and it looked so effortlessly when he did it. Um, yeah, that that whole band, I just I can't say enough good things about that band because they're all super super talented musicians. What's up, Dex? Yeah, it's it's funny because they've never they're 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 kind of like one of those ageless bands, and I you know no, and I feel like Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne. They're age. He's ageless. That, that music is never going to. It's never going to f- be a. F- it's not a fad. It, it. 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 You know their music defined a generation and, and a genre, and it's like, you know, the, those musicians are just to me just absolutely blow my mind when it. You know, when they get to that level, and just their the musicianship and the stage show. And the art that they put out, it's just, it's, it's, and I'm not saying anything about the the, um, lesser known bands because there's plenty of local musicians and bands out there that are unrecognized, you know, that operate. That's right. And I think, you know, now in the day the day and age we live in, um, with social media, with YouTube, with all these, you know, uh, outlets for musicians to get noticed, um, you know, I, I find it overwhelming sometimes when I go on, you know, Instagram or, you know, I, I go into my YouTube feed and look at videos or, you know, posts or whatever. 
and it's like there's so many talented young people out there that are performing in their living room, you know, or performing with their friends in a band. And it's like in our exposure to it, sometimes it's a little bit, it, it um, it's overstimulating. Like, I don't know how to process it sometimes, you know, like I'll hear a new, new band come out, you know, a young group and uh, you know, I'll hear, listen to it a little bit. And sometimes you just need to like, okay, like there's just, well, yeah, there, there's just so much of that though, which I, I think the last couple years, I think people got more comfortable and kind of like maybe live more for in the moment and live right now. And, you know, if you're going to take a chance on something, go ahead and do it because you really don't know how long we're here. You know, we don't know if we're ever going to go through the shit show we went through the last couple of years where everything was shut down and we couldn't do anything, you know, and that affected, you know, going see live shows and, and, you know, artists and musicians being out there, you know, everybody was thrown into a tailspin. And, uh, you know, I think everybody that went through that and, you know, especially with an artistic mind, um, finally either said, you know, I'm going to shit or get off the pot type of deal. You know, if I'm going to do that, if I'm going to write that song, if I'm going to play the guitar and play this guitar line and write, write a guitar song or, you know, hop on the piano and, and write, a you know, a beautiful, a beautiful piece on the piano or, you know, a drum track or whatever. I think people finally just said, you know what, we're going to do it. And I think maybe that's why we're seeing so much of that with all these artists is people are just kind of just comfortable in doing it now. And, you know, they don't. You know, I I know when I do something musically, I don't care what anybody thinks about it. Like I'm doing this for me, you know, at the end of the day, that's why I do stuff. It's like, I'm, I'm doing this to fill. Oh, absolutely. Yep. No, I I agree with you. I know what you're saying. Well, you know, what's funny you say that is last night, my wife and I were sitting in the living room and uh, there was really nothing on the TV. And uh, so I hop on Netflix and uh, excuse me. And I threw on, we like white Christmas, Bing Crosby, Danny Kay. Oh my God. And it's like, we can watch that movie. And you know, we were watching it last night and, and I and I looked at her and I said, why can't, I said, look at how this movie was made. I said, there's a, there's a story. There's, there's a, there's multiple love interests, you know, whether it be women, whether it be dancing, whether it's music, you have, there's like so much going on there. Then you have the stage show that they put on, 
with the dancing, the singing, and then you're also telling a story. Like these guys were, I mean, that's that is art. That is absolute art. What they were able to do and make movies like that, where you, you weren't just there to 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 recite lines or you know make an appearance in a movie. Like, oh, you're going to be singing. Oh, you're going to be you're going to be dancing also. And you know if you, you know. Yes. That's amazing. And she, 97 years old. Yeah. No, that's awesome. No, it's, uh, no, it's, there's, uh, there's something, yeah, there's something to be said about those, the old film, the old, the, the production, um, the way they just, the way they carried themselves, you know, they weren't, a, you know, I, I, you know, I know there's Hollywood and, and all that, but it's like those old school actors. I feel like they never were. I don't think they ever thought of themselves as being bigger than anybody or bigger than anything. You know, I, th- I think it was just that era, you know, like you used to go out, like my wife and I were talking like her, her, her grandparents used to go out to dinner. And she's like, yeah, my grandfather would have his suit and tie on. My grandmother would have this long evening dress on. And then they, you know, they go out to dinner. Like, I'm like, yeah, we need that. We need that now. Like, like I, you think about, I mean, I know I, I don't, my, 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 my attire is usually cargo shorts, you know, either camouflage or khaki or black and uh, a music shirt, you know, with a band on it. You know, and if I'm getting getting dressed, I'll throw on docker shorts and, you know, a set of loafers and, a you know, maybe a maybe a somewhat classy button down. Um, but, you know, you think about how they used to. There was just so much class in that era. Okay. Okay. All right. I like that. Okay. Oh, I, I like that. No, I like that. No, in there, and you, and too, when you, when you get dressed up, you feel, you feel good about, you, you, you know, even though you're, we're blue collar, but when you get dressed up to do, to do something or, you know, whether it's a, a wedding or a funeral, like you got a little bit more of a pep and I know I do, like, I got a little bit of a pep in my step, just a little bit, something different. Like, you know, cause you, you look, you, you know, you're, 
you know, and I, I think that's just us as, uh, the male species, you know, because, uh, you know, we're, we're, um, you know, a, a conquering, you know, it's in our, in our blood that, that, uh, that warrior mentality, the, the, uh, you know, yes, the 300, you know, that, and you want to look good and you want to, yeah, there's just some, there's something to be said about that, but, uh, well, I appreciate that, and I and I look forward to sending you that because I definitely I definitely will send you the, send you my measurements. No, I Oh, thank you. Very good. Um, so I don't want to get off topic anymore. But this is I. No, we're good. We're good. We're good because this is. Yeah, this is re- well. We're, we're doing real talk, and that's what's the beauty of this podcast too. Is uh, you know, it's not just um, you know. I, I want to I, whoever I'm talking to, I I, I like to engage, and I want to get to know the person. I want to get to know what they're going through, their struggles, their highlights, whatever. And and that's what's nice about doing these. You know, doing me doing this is I can do whatever I want. You know, there is though no, there. I don't have a a, a set plan that I have to go by. I have a blueprint that I know what I, what I want to talk about, but sometimes it just doesn't even get past two questions. It just turns into something else. Um, and that's usually when some of the best conversation happens. Yes. That's right. If what That's right. That was that. That's deep. I I like that. I like that. That what you just said spoke to me. But no. Two great cities.
us. Black people came a couple hundred years before some of us. Some of us. You get where I'm coming from? Yep. No, I... We all came from somewhere. Yes, and that's the that's the beauty of uh, you know where we are. You know, it, you know, I love I love this country, um, and I and I and I love the fact that there are so many people from so many different walks of life, and like the availability of what we can have for food, you know. Like I love it. I love Italian food. I love Chinese food. I love traditional Chinese food. You know, I I love like my wife is uh she's part Lebanese, and yeah, she's Irish Lebanese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a there's a mix right there. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They got there's a. There's a crazy, uh, there's a crazy side to the, uh, to the Irish Lebanese, uh, 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 fans. They're, uh, <clears throat> they're great. They're great. Uh, great people. And they're, uh, the, the, the f- yes, the food, the food that I was exposed to through her, uh, through her family, um, her grandmother, her aunt, who's, you know, her grandmother and aunt are both passed away, but, um, yes, but the food, the food. That's right. The food, the food that I was exposed to, um, through them, you know, traditional Lebanese dishes and, uh, you know, I, like, you know, I grew up in a Polish, Polish, French, Italian. Um, I think I've got some Irish, Irish in there. Uh, uh, Polish. Yeah, and I think I think Russian is is pretty. Um, I don't want to say it's yes. No, we're fi- you're good. You're good. <laughs> like I said, people, I never was an academic child. I was always artistic. Everything I'm, I'm a performer, I'm a natural performer. I don't need a script. You know, I can just go off the dome for days. And so when this, when, when it came to me, I came to camp for the first time. I was like, I ain't stop this shit. I'm going to camp. No boys and men went to camp. Jasmine Sullivan went to camp and all that stuff. So Jasmine was there with some of my friends that was there the year before me. Yep. Because they went there freshman year. So I didn't get to attend when she was there. Her presence was, was definitely still around. Shout out to Jasmine Sullivan and got and and um her mother just passed and shout out to her mother, the Queen Goddess, and may her soul rest in peace. Um To not 
is the plural form of sonatas in in, in Deutsch, so in 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 um, German. Okay. So if you were to say sonatas in German, you would say sonata. And so I had an Ortex book of Beethoven sonata. And Ortex means it's the same um, musical things that uh, Beethoven would have expected. So every notation that is original to Beethoven will be in this book. Okay. It's a Ortex. Those are very expensive. And I think that's a Behrenreiter. The Behrenreiter is a, is a German um, publisher for a lot of um, Germanic music, usually. Um, and some Austrian, because I think Mozart is more Austrian. I don't know if Mozart is a pure German, I think he's Austrian. So Behrenreiter also publishes his music. So I can put that book in front of him. I can turn any page in that book and lay it in tempo. Mr. Charles Ram is the greatest man I've ever known. I mean, he lived in from Northeast, German, German man, I think German-American. I don't think Mr. Graham was raised in Germany at all, but, oh, Mr. No, he's Polish. Polish, I think. Okay. I think it's Polish. Cause he, that's why we were talking about it, because we were talking about Poland. But he would go back and forth and tell me about certain things. And these are the musicians that made me, why you can see that little video I do now. That's improv. But it's, 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 it's an energy thing, right? Once you, what you have in you is you. You don't have to. You know, you, you, you be exposed to certain artists. Mr. Graham, oh my gosh, shout out to Mr. Graham to the highest. He, point being, he gave me so many musical books. It, you, it, it, I had a library at one time because of him. Awesome. Oh, uh, they don't make it like Mr. Graham no more. And then I went to Kevin. And he always said, you went to Crapa. You went to Crapa. Now, is he still, uh, is he still teaching? Still teaching? No, he retired. All oh, these children. That's why. That's why everything is a mess. I have to tell Mr. Graham. You know, it's your fault. You had all of us in. Oh, Mr. Graham was old school. I'm talking about old school to a point of if you couldn't handle that, then you wouldn't be able to handle it. It's very much. I, it's nothing wrong with old school. People say, "Oh, you, you have to." Yeah, but let's keep it a being. If I'm a sharpener, how long have sharpeners been around? A long time, but they have to keep sharpening things, right? So the sharpener, you, you a pencil, I gotta keep sharpening. Yep. We need sharpeners in the world. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta. You just you gotta. You're honing it in. You gotta get better. They, they help you get better. They help you get better. I like the rude boys. I like the people who tell me I suck. Well, you know, and that that's good because that um. You know, people that blow smoke up at other people's, you know, whether they're being a kiss ass or just they don't they don't like confrontation or whatever the whatever it might be. When you when you, when somebody asks you for an, a genuine opinion on something and you give your genuine opinion that that speaks volumes, you know, both people, you know, like when I get a genuine opinion and somebody's like, oh, man, this that that I, I don't like that at all. OK, cool. All right. Well, I know what your opinion is, and I kind of know what what I got to do to to you know if I got to maybe I got to take a step back and take a look, you know, and 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 that's what's nice about you know teachers, mentors, um, you know, is is 
they give you that that extra that little extra something that that you have but they gotta pull it out of you or or you know make you make you put put it out there Um, and around that same time, Leah Smith is an artist. I sung background for her. She's like a friend, though. That's a person. Leah Smith, oh, people don't know that's That's probably arguably one of the greatest artists in the last 50 to 100 years. And where is she, where is she from? She's from Philly. Oh, okay. Look up Leah Smith. Y'all guys, I don't know who's listening. Leah Smith. We, she's the reason why I play like how I play. I naturally had, remember I told you I started, but I did. I seen Leah one time at church. Oh, she, to be honest, she was the, we thought of her as the Alicia Keys. Oh, really? I'm 33 years old at okay. this point. So, yep. we talk about me being 11 is how old, how many years ago was that? So, Smith, and I'm like, oh, we was on the step team, step team, you know, like a, like a sorority in a, in a fraternity. Yep. We did that in our church. So we did that in our church, and we won, we won first place with Delta Sigma Theta. Yeah, twice. I forgot the years. Shout out to Deltas. Shout out to Deltas, and we um, won that a couple times. But I met Leah like that church. And I asked her who was her piano teacher. And that's when I started studying formally. And within six months, I was advanced on the piano. You know, I started off with the little, you know, Bach um, inventions and we had the theory books and all that. But I didn't take, I think I was backed up. I think God or the power source, Allah, your God, I think all, he was trying to, he was obviously molded for that apparatus. So it, 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 it was just more like the glove I was putting on once I got to Kappa. After that, it was just, flames just flying. I was in musicals. I, I love classical musicals. That's why I said to you earlier, Team Kelly, because of Singing in the Rain, I was Cosmo Brown, who was Don O'Connor. But I've been in that musical. I know all of that music. I had to learn how to tap dance in, I think, six weeks. Shout out to Shona Bear and Ellie on Dance Theater for that. We're talking about over 20 years ago. Not 20 years ago. No, 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 about 15 years ago. Okay. 15 plus 17. 17, maybe. 17. Not 20 yet, but 17. But that's... And I'm not going to lie, I had a kind of dead dead moment because the blue collar it works all the time yep yeah we're not you don't shut you don't shut the blue collar the blue collar doesn't get shut off that's that's we're we're always blue collar workers are always moving always there's all we always have a hustle you know and, and i'm not saying uh you know in a bad way but i'm just saying we're always doing something to you know to provide to you know, maybe get to that next level. You know, that's why we're, why we do that. I just, cause we always want to, we always want better. You know, I, I think that's, that's in our, in our nature. It's in our, it's in our psyche. It's in what it's in us. 
Like we just always want to do better because we're working hard. You're bust. There's something to be said when you go bust your ass all day. You work hard. At the end of the day, you feel I I feel fulfilled. I you know like I can okay yeah I did this today I feel pretty good all right awesome you know I. How many times have you felt that in your life? Honestly, to the maximum of you, Taurus the Bull. Like how how many times have I felt fulfilled? Fulfilled, fulfilled. Um. Well, like to be really fulfilled. Um. When I when I got married, when I met my wife. Um. I had that feeling. That was probably the. You know, that was probably one of the first times I felt I felt that like, you know, when I met my wife, it's funny, funny story. So her and I are the godparents to our godchild, Cameron. And I met my friend Greg at through my father. (laughs) This this is a fucking crazy story. My father worked at a uh, for for, uh, charter, which is, I think, now Spectrum cable um he was a plant manager and uh yeah 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 so my my dad my dad worked there and he would get his the truck serviced at this uh this ford garage and this guy greg was a ford mechanic and he was into mustangs and i wasn't just getting out of high school and i bought my first mustang and i got into cars and drag racing and being an idiot and Greg fed my passion. Like he taught me how to work on shit and, and, you know, started working on cars and doing stuff. And, uh, so him and his girlfriend are having a baby and they're like, Hey, do you want to be, uh, the baby's godfather? And I'm like, Holy shit. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And I said, well, who's the godmother? And he, and he's like, Oh, well it's Jen's high school or college roommate, Don. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we meet at the christening and then, we just like, we hit it off and we started talking. And then like two days later, I went over there and I got her number and we started hanging out and (laughs) we've been together since 1999. Yeah. It was a, uh, yeah. That's 24 years. Yes. About to be 25. Um, coming soon. Yes. Yep. So we okay. That's what I want to send you that package. Okay, so we we had uh, what we got. So we've been married for twenty three. We just had our twenty third um, wedding anniversary. Twenty uh, third was March twenty fourth. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you, thank you, and and for and for kit. Oh, back to the question on fulfillment. Um, okay. Yes. Yes. Because that was what that's right that's yeah we're just this is this is what deep conversations about um when, when i had my kids each each of my kids i i every time we had one and uh you know our last one um was you know he was premature he was in NICU for like three weeks we there was all types of issues um but his awesome pediatrician whom all the other kids went to was the one that found it. So my son was born without a thyroid gland. Yeah. And, uh, we're like, we're at the hospital and they're running all these tests. And then his pediatrician's like, well, I want you to do this, this, and this. And then he checked the levels and he's like, oh yeah, he's got no, you know, his, his 
body's not producing hormones. So we're going to give him a, a supplement. And it was like within a few days, it was like he was fine. Um, so now he has to just take a pill um, every day for the rest of his life that produces an artificial hormone, um, you know, that, that his thyroid gland would have produced. Um, yes. Like so there's so, so many things that could have gone wrong and, and, you know, you don't know in those uncertainties, but you know, once everything was, was good, um, that was, you know, I felt, you know, I felt very, like after we had him and everything was good, you know, after a few months and like that kind of completed, um, that kind of completed me, um, you know, as with, with, as far as having kids and in fulfillment there, um, you know, and the, you know, I got my plumbing license when I was, you know, like 20, 21, somewhere around there, you know, it was a good, you know, I felt that was a lot of hard work. Um, my plumbing license. I'm a license. I'm a plumber. Yeah, I went to a vocational school, um, and the vocational school I took plumbing, and I was very fortunate, you know, to be able to go to a school that teaches kids how to do plumbing. And uh, you know, my brother went to the same school. He's an Olympian. Um, we we were fortunate to have that, you know, because not a lot of kids have that opportunity. You know, where you know you can go to school and you. If you want to be a carpenter, you can be a carpenter. If you want to be a mechanic, you can be a mechanic. Um, we, you know, we had a lot of choices and, uh, I, I looked at the plumbers. I knew, um, a friend of the family or two friends of the family were plumbers. And I looked at the houses they had, the vehicles, you know, they were never, they were never without, um, they were never, you know, in a bad place because once you have a, uh, a professional licensure like that, you know, in the trades, you can go anywhere you want and work. Like there's, I'm, you know, I'll never get to the point where I can't go get a plumbing job somewhere. Um, which is, you know, I'm fortunate and I, and I don't take that for granted either. Um, because I know there's plenty of people out there that can do plumbing and maybe don't have a license, but you know, again, you don't have a license. They don't want you. Um, or, you know, uh, but yeah, I, so that was, that was fulfilling. Um, and then, you know, for a long time, I just muddled through and, you know, had, had some, had some, uh, crazy stuff go on in my life. Um, you know, hit some lows, um, nothing super bad, but just, uh, you know, life, life, throws you a curveball i think every five to ten years mm. you know well i and i and that's from personal experience you know i'm uh you know it seems like every five and i don't know if maybe it's a test of your will maybe it's a test of your spirit to see if you can if you can take it, if you can, you know, if you can manage through things. And I, and, and I, and I, and I say that because those are defining moments for me as well. You know, though I, you have a, you have a fork in the road. Are you going to go left or are you going to go right? 
okay, I, I'm going to take this. I'm going to go left. Next time I may go right. I don't know. And, and I think, you know, as you get older in life, you can learn how to navigate that road or, you know, hit that curveball or, you know, maybe walk when the curveball's thrown, not swing. You know, there's certain certain times in your life you just got to step back and just let things kind of play out. And, uh, I've kind of made peace with that, you know? Um, and, and the second I started doing that, the smallest things now bring fulfillment to my life. These conversations, like I, I, to be able to connect, Yes. It's it the convert the con I have and I and I invest, you know, not monetary wise, but um, myself into these conversations and I immerse myself into the conversation because I want the, the person I'm talking to, you know, and I never say this, you know, I, I, I first I, I called it interview and it's not an interview. It's a conversation. It's an intimate converse, a conversation with somebody you know, because I want them, I want the person I'm talking to, to know about me, know where I'm coming from and, and relate and, and connect on that level, um, you know, with me. And, and, you know, and that's what I love about these talks is I connect with, you know, here we are, we're talking, you're down, you're down in Philly, you know, I'm in Massachusetts, you know, we're like five hours away. You know, I talked to people, did interviews in Tennessee. I did two interviews with guys in Los Angeles. It's like, how awesome. I mean, you know, thank technology. Yeah, I'm in Western Mass. I'm a. Yes, in the eastern part of the state. Yep. There's a eastern part of the state is. Uh, I love it out there, but Western Mass is, uh, yes, a lot of, You know what? And that's, that's just it. You, you gotta, you learned from your mistakes. You, you, you make choices. And at the time you're, you know, and who's to say you didn't make the right choice and do what you wanted to do. I mean, that's part of being you and part of being how, how you want to operate. Like, like, you know, I, I smoke pot. I love pot, pot, marijuana saved me. You know, it helped me. It helps me manage pain. It helps me manage my mind. I mean, you know, I don't take antidepressants. You know, I was on antidepressants for a while, and I don't like how they feel. They make you feel foggy. 
feel real. You feel like plastic, you know, and that's, I think that's kind of how I felt like plasticky fake, not real. And, uh, and I don't like that. I like to feel like me and uh, cannabis allows me to do that. It allows me to feel like me. It allows me to relax, you know, kind of control because my mind races 24 seven. My mind doesn't stop. Like I'm always, That's right. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree with you that like that. Um, yeah. Like, you know, and having an artistic mind, you know, having like, you know, having these talks, it, it like it, it opens up like there's something something to be said, you know, that that, that kind of like opens opens up inside of you um, when, you know, when I smoke you know, something will get triggered, you know, I'll smoke. And sometimes I'll just want to pick up my guitar and just play guitar for an hour or two. And, you know, and, and Yes. Yeah, you're there to help people, and you're there to, you know, try to guide, guide people. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the um, I've I've got a I've got not that I have I don't have an issue with cops. I just have I think it's the anti-authority um aspect to me. You know, I don't I don't want to be, you know. I don't want to be pulled over on my way to work in the morning if I'm doing if I'm maybe five minutes late to a job and I'm doing 75 and a 65. You know, it's not like I'm doing 165. It's like, yeah, yes, yes. This is true. This is true. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, I, you know the 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 um 
I don't know where I was going with this, but uh, <laughs> I had a and I and I had a. That's right. You feel. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, it's you know, and uh, oh, so go back, going back to the the authority thing. Um, yeah, I just I I feel like people people need to you know people can police themselves um you know without being too uh you know too much of an overreach you know by you know government or whatever but uh yeah people can i think if good people doing good things you know i think that's that's the way to to get a, get around all the the negative shit that's going on um, you know, just, I, I think people need to get back to just being, just being good, being kind to one another, you know, n- not having, you know, getting all crazy over, uh, you know, absolutely nothing. And, and that's, that's kind of how I feel things are nowadays is, uh, you know, people are just, uh, they get crazy about like the, the nonsense really. Where it, you know things that don't matter, you know I sh- I should say, you know people are. I don't know. It's just it's a. Yeah, you're right. We don't. You can feel that, but you don't know for a fact. You don't know anything for a fact. How about that? Yeah, there, nothing is nothing is definite. Nothing is. Uh... Nothing. Everything is relative. But what I always was, what I, if it causes harm now? Because look at forests. If you leave a parking lot un, 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 unattended for twenty years. Trees and branches will be will be uh, upon it. Why? Because that's a natural order. Trees, 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 greenery, cement is a violation, right? That's something that we created as humans. That shit didn't wasn't here before. Yeah. Yeah, and I th- people forget that people forget that they're supposed to be here helping each other and and doing good to each other and and you know like it all starts in the morning. It all starts in the morning when I go get my coffee, when I you know have the interaction. Excuse me at the at the coffee shop with you know the the gentleman or the woman giving me the coffee. Oh my god. Like I need my coffee. Like I, you know, there's a lot of things I can go without, but I just I need to have my coffee in the morning. And I try to just have one day now, um, because the caffeine just it, it amps me up too much. Um, so, you know, I gotta get my coffee in the morning. I gotta I get that in me, and then I can go out, you know, and and, and take on the day. 
But uh, yeah, I need that coffee first. Uh, <laughs> that's the most. Okay. That's, so how how do you do you you try to eat clean? How do you? Yes. Yep. It's it's hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. That your your health people don't realize that your health is based at your stomach, like your your body. Like if you're, yeah. If your stomach's unhealthy, then there you're gonna have other issues. If you can get your gut in order, and uh, and be healthy with that, then you'll be okay. Um, but you know, it, and, and it's the, it's the, you know, you think about the era we grew up in, um, you know, the eight, the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, everything's fast food. Everything's can, oh, 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 I, I grew up in, I, yeah, that's me. I seven. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that old. <laughs> All right, so we're good there then. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I mean. You know, even grow, you know, being born in '90, you think about it. How everything is just that's right. Hey, you know what? It's age is only a number. It doesn't define who we are. It define us. It's just a. Uh, it's just a number that uh, you know. Is it is it a fictitious thing? Like you know, really, what is a like? You know. You think you you think about it though, like we like you put in like we had to put an age on, on us. We're you know we always like as a human species. I think we always have to like make some type of sense or order out of the chaos. If that makes any sense, you know we have to put a number on something. You know, like you know you're going by a house. I need that number on that house. You know, uh, there's always like we always have to and I don't know if that's and I and I feel like today in this day and age, you know, everything is instant gratification with everything. 
you know, a phone call, a text message, um, an email, um, you know, getting online, going on Instagram, going on Facebook, going on Twitter, going on whatever. It's like you, you're getting likes, you're getting, you're interacting, you're feeling good. It's, but it's instantaneous. You know, I remember not ever having that, you know, like, like the internet thing and, and social media just like came out of freaking nowhere exploded. And now I think about like when I didn't have that stuff and it's like, wow, I would have, well, I would, this wouldn't have been happening, this conversation, you know, and that's one thing I do love about that. And, and, you know, being able to connect with people that I would have never been able to connect with. Um, Yes. What, what, what is your reality if you, if you made this decision versus if you made this decision? It always changes because life is binomial. It's a, it's, it's, it's a bipolarity with everything in life. Can you be this or can you be that? You can get with this or you can get with that. What is that? Um, that's that's you know, there's there. I'm not sure, but you know, musicians like that and bands like that, they they their lyrics and you know, if it is them or it isn't them, but they always make you. Th- it, it's like intellectual music, you know, and I find that too with a lot of hip hop. And there's a lot of uh, you know, rock bands, metal bands out there, country you know, old, old country, I'll, I'll say, um, blues musicians, jazz musicians that, that, It, it does. Yeah, you look at a. There's a lot of people that that. You know, I I I, I don't listen to the new stuff, um, just because it's not my thing. Um, but I listen to, yeah, like the old school country stuff. Like there was, there's substance. There you can sink your teeth into it. It it it. it there's, you know, because it's it's a, a lot of them were weren't like great singers. They were storytellers. And they're telling a story. And I love, yes, it's a story. Like, enjoy the story. Sit down, relax, enjoy the ride. Okay, cool. Um, Speaking about uh, the ride that we're on right here, we have about 20 minutes before we get kicked off. Um, Yes. Okay, so, yeah, we're going to hit this hard right now. All right. Okay, so let's talk about. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm going to ask you this: How did you? 
what what turned you on to opera? Is he North Philly's fan? North Eagle, North Philly Eagles. He's in here. I, I, I'm on the. I'm on. I got the uh, the page opening, and, and uh, he's he. Uh, So what got you into opera? Like who? 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 Okay. Oh really?
so that that's what got me talking. It's so dramatic. You have to change your voice when you sing these different phrases in German. If you're the narrator, you sing it with a different timbre versus when you're the child, which is you're singing from Arizona, which is the child, and it would be more of a light texture of singing. So that's what got me. That it just was uh, 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 still is my default. I would say it's my default uh, job. But it don't mean I can't do anything else. You just you feel comfortable. Yep. Some and that's <clears throat> you know going back to our talk on on Queen. I think that's what you know because Freddie Mercury was very he, he had a. He was, I think, he was an opera singer. Like, like they, that's how I imagine him. You know, the changes in in music and the tempo and the, uh, you know, the vocal range. Like to me, it's just yes. mind blowing. Yes. Yep. And I, th- that's you know, in opera is, you know, it blows my mind when when I hear it because it's like, you know, I don't, I couldn't tell you. You know, maybe maybe a few pieces I could tell you, but I don't know. I don't know it uh, enough to say, "Oh, this is this, this is this." But when I hear it, oh, you know, you don't want that. I can't. I can't bring that. I can't bring that smoke tonight. You don't want that tonight. Oh, 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 man, I'm trying. I'm trying to regain composure here. This is it right here. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're about keeping it real and uh, having real conversation. Uh, I want to. I want to ask you. Um, when is your next performance? You can. I will be at the Philly Group will be at the fiftieth um, anniversary of the hip hop. Okay, I will be in at the Yankee Stadium on Friday, going live a little bit. So that's my next little thing I'm doing there. So I'm gonna go live and it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be a good experience because I'm the one of the biggest hip hop fans that anyone Music. I have stuff already on 
other platforms. I have a song that I released two years ago, two years ago called "This Femininity," and it's probably one of the greatest songs you will ever hear. Okay, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't try to pop my own numbers. I do everything myself. Some people will say it's a disservice, but I that one song. I was arrogant enough to produce it, to write everything, to um, create every aspect of it. I mean, there is nothing that is not mine that needs to be produced, to be paid, or to be released. So whether you like it or not, I don't give a fuck. That's right. That that you know what, and that's awesome because you did everything the way you wanted to do it. You did it your way. There was nobody else's way. And that that right there is uh speaks volumes for who you are. That that's 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 a huge accomplishment and uh you know, I'm gonna my hat off to you, sir. And I You know what's funny is the first episode, the my first episode, <clears throat> I did with my uh, my first episode is with my oldest daughter, on the uh, for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, Casey. Yeah, she's a trip. Um, so. You, you know, it's well. She had a podcast in college. Um, she did a, a true crime, crime, true crime podcast, um, and she she was like, she was crazy because she she would like. Uh, there was actually a group of them. They would go and like like look up these mur- old cold cases, these murder cases, and do research on them. And, you know, they were trying to come up with evidence and stuff. And then it turned into a podcast where she would go on the college radio and talk about like all these cold case files. And, you know, she so she's got a she has an artistic whether she she can't. So she tried playing drums when she was younger and uh, she cannot keep a beat to save her life. She. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but that's, yes. Yeah, no, I, I, and that's, I love that about having that side to be able to be emotional like that, be open to everything, you know, and, and, Yeah. Um. So real quick, we got a couple minutes left. Um. I just I want to. So you you have a you you're you're going to be performing in September. Yeah, September. 
Where are you going to be performing it? Okay. Okay. That's okay. Well, when you when you're going to perform, just just give me a heads up because I want to I want to pump pump up pump you up and uh, you know and, and spread the word um, because that's one thing I like doing is you know everybody I connect with on here um, if they're doing anything new um, you know creating art whether it's drawing painting singing uh, playing the piano whatever um, I'm gonna I'm gonna share it as much as I can and get as much interaction with other people maybe that wouldn't have listened to you or you know come on listen to the podcast with us on here um you know if i can try to connect to as many people as i possibly can that's that's my goal with this whole thing so i'll so right now, and when you have your new music, uh, when do we expect the new music to come out? Sometime. Okay. We have we have a few minutes left. If you want to share something. I can hear that. Just a little something like that. Well, I tell you what, I, I, I'm looking forward to the entire piece because uh, that just took me back to the golden era of film. Yeah, like that. That is. Uh, I'm looking forward to that, and I love and I love that the the there's style, there's class, there's soul in that, and it's. Uh, I, I think you're you've got something beautiful going on. I appreciate that. And once again, y'all, if y'all ain't doing this yourself, y'all, yeah, y'all fucking crazy. That's right. You get, this is this is a um this platform, you know, was conceived. You know, you're talking about hip hop, and I always give this guy a shout out, Ricardo Grimm. Um, Yeah, he he he's the one that uh, inspired me to go through. Like I I knew I was going to do the podcast, but he kind of like uh, you know his music and uh, him and I started interacting and uh, talking and uh, 
he uh he gave me that that extra push um that I needed. He didn't know he did that to me, um until I told him, but uh you know, it it uh you never know how the universe is going to work and y- you know, you, you can never never uh don't let your guard down. But you know, I'll, I'll say that. I, I said I I never let my guard down now with the universe because uh you know, if you ask for something and you truly mean it and it's in your heart, uh, you're going to get it. You, you just better be, you better be ready for it. You know, <laughs> you got to be ready. Um, but, you know, we're going to, we're going to do this. We'll do this again. We'll, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe after you re- release the new music, um, we'll have another, another conversation, you know, towards in the fall sometime. And I, and I appreciate you and I appreciate, uh, you know, our connection and our, um, you know, we, we bonded before we even, uh, did the podcast, you know, through conversation, through text and then through talk, you know, each other and talking and, uh, no, I, I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy you and, and I look forward to what you have, uh, coming up in the future. And, uh, you know, I wish you all the best all the success. Um, and I, and I hope you can stay healthy, stay safe and, uh, stay positive. All right. All right. Well, you got, is there anything else that you need to plug or, or, uh, anybody you want to give a shout out to? That's right. It's the balance, and that gives you balance. And you know what? On that note, I want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank you for having this talk, and I truly appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing, and I look forward to doing this again. Well, brother, have a have a great evening. Um, I want to thank you. This is Chewy's Road to Enlightenment, and uh, that's it. Thanks for uh, joining us. Have a great evening, everyone. Good night. Appreciate you.